Hello, good evening. Welcome to uh, another edition, edition number 208 of the Cantina Mekis podcast. Glad to have you with us. My name is John Jagu. Uh, back from my little uh, side trip down to Mexico City, which was frankly really spectacular. We'll talk about it here a little bit on the podcast. Uh, but uh, in my absence, I know that the folks uh, here at the Cantina were uh, brought it strong with their Liga Mekis predictions, which we will... Uh, uh, revisit and get into as well, since I didn't get a chance to do it, at least not on the air, uh, at the, here at the Cantina Mekis podcast. We'll do that. We'll talk, uh, Liga Mekis, Jornada Uno in the books. Uh, there were, there were nine games and eight of those games had a winner and a loser. On, only one game was a draw. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the League's Cup, which uh, started this week and also announced an expansion. Uh, and there'll be another expansion uh, that'll come out uh, after that as well. Talk about all that. We got a lot to talk about tonight. Thank goodness I can't do this by myself because no, frankly, who wants to listen to me for what, three hours or whatever it is that we do here on the podcast? But uh, joining me to help us to discuss all of this, all of this great uh, soccer talk, we have. Uh, I'm actually I'm actually being flanked by by Northern and Southern California. We'll start Northern California first. Jaime Landeros joins us. Jaime, how are you doing this evening? I'm trying to stay cool out here, and um, right now it's just trying to grab onto reality the fact that uh, Guadalajara's doing so bad, and the Mas boy is gonna yeah. take this uh, this this Titanic down. So so okay, well we'll 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 get into that here here in a minute. It's, it's good to have you on. I'm sorry that you're that just after one week you you are so down on on on, on a team that you're most passionate about. Yes. We will uh, we will discuss that uh, here momentarily. Joining us from Southern California, so we have Northern California. So, and I, I, another, well, I believe he still considers himself a Chivas fan, although I don't think he uh, has uh, has strayed from the flock, uh, as it were. Joel Aceves joins us from Southern California. Now, Joel, you yes. you are like like Bart at Camp Krusty, <laughs> thinking Krusty's coming. Krusty's coming. <laughs> you, you're hoping that that and, and expect expect Chivas to turn it around. Yes, I do, John. I still have, I still have hope, have faith. So you still now now and, and, and what particular aspect of the of the Chivas football philosophy under under Tomas Boyd do, do, do you feel that? Uh, is 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 strongest, and it is the reason as to why you are you are confident that, that not only would Chivas turn this around, but 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 get in, into position to make the the postseason. Well, the talent is there, and I think they have the right type of coach. Uh, I'm not going to say tactically, but I will say mentally. Uh, you know, El Capi, dude. If anyone has, if anyone could tell Hugo. No, for to the captain's armband. To go F himself, yes. Yeah, to go for the, you know, because Hugo wanted the, the captain's armband for the 86 World Cup. And we're, and we're looking at Hugo at the time, arguably the greatest number nine, you know, breaking all type of records. And he comes to the Selección and he, he's like, hand it over, man. And boy was like, nope, this is mine. Well, see, it's and, not a bit. I mean, Hugo had, wasn't a captain at Real Madrid. Tomas Boy had been the captain at Tigres for, I mean, honestly, yeah. as, as long as he'd been playing, practically. I mean, just 
you know, from, from, from the, from the late seventies, you know, through the eighties. Uh, and then, and then took, then took that year off in 85. Yes. To, to practice. But, but John lesser men would have buckled. <laughs> That's true. That is true. That is true. So, so let's, uh, let's discuss this, uh, this, uh, this, this, this Chivas game against, uh, against Santos. So, you know, there, there's some intangibles, frankly, that, that weren't, uh, that weren't in, in Chivas's favor. But regardless of that, I mean, I, I think the overall collective reaction from, from the Rebaño was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a, a, after, a, after week one. So, so let's, uh, let, let, let's go back to the Yang. So, so, uh, Mr. Landeros, why are you so down? Why are you so down on on, on Chivas's chance? Well, why, why are you expecting Chivas to have to fork fork over the fifteen million dollars to avoid the embarrassment of regulate of uh, relegation? Um, I mean, to be honest, it just feels like not much has changed, and we thought that Tomas Boy was going to be just a temporary fix. You know that he was going to finish off the regular season. And that we're going to have this new plan with a new coach coming in and sort of change the energy and, and, and the momentum of the team. But it just feels like nothing has changed. And, uh, you know, now we have a Maori who, uh, is taking over and I think he's just like a puppet. So honestly, I've, I've just, I've been a puppet for who? I don't know, man. He's, he's not like, he's trying to be a movie star or he's trying to be like, you know, a director and something and, his his mind and his his mindset's not what we need right now. We need someone that knows football, and I feel like he doesn't know. What so he's so doing. does I'm just curious. Does Jorge does Jorge Vergara have a have a daughter too? Does he? Does, does he have an Isabel? I don't know an Isabel Iglesias <laughs> in, waiting in the wings. I, I think Jaime missed the yeah, Club de Cuervos reference. No, I, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen the show. Oh, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Jaime! If you have Netflix, you, it's yeah. a must. No, I have. You know, I, I I take drops from a lot of stuff. I'm out of respect. I won't take a drop, a, a single audio drop from Club de Cuervos. So it's fine. I I know about it. I just haven't had you know, haven't had the time to watch it. My my favorite part in that whole series, Joel, was when they decided to to become like a like a dirty team. And, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? La peste, uh, la peste negra. La peste negra, and they asked the the coach Potter. I said, "Do you think he handled?" Goes, "Hey, I'm from Argentina. It was." <laughs> It was perfect. <laughs> it was absolutely yeah. perfect. Absolutely. They start hacking. They start hacking everyone. So, so nothing has changed. Tight. Nothing has changed. The, 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 it's the same players. It's the same coach. The, the only thing that's changed is, is, is the the guy who was making all the bad decisions is gone. And uh, Digras, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Chivas runs up to uh, to Torreon up in the desert in the summer, playing in the middle of the afternoon. Against uh, a pretty motivated team, and they run into a buzzsaw, and uh, it's it, 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 it's three zero. Uh, Chivas, frankly, uh, just uh, never really. It seemed like they were they were they were they were making plays, but they weren't really. It seemed like they were into it. They just kind of sleepwalk through that. They, they just wanted to get out of the heat. It is what it looked like to me, and. Uh, so it's three zero that puts Chivas in 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 eight. There are eighteen teams that play in Liga MX. Uh, oh, yeah, nineteen. I, 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 nine, that's right. You're right. It is, it is nineteen. Yeah, right. I forgot about that one. Nineteen teams. That's so who weird. was it that didn't play? Was it Puebla? It was Veracruz. Veracruz. Yeah. Boy, boy nobody nobody missed it. Nobody missed <laughs> Veracruz playing. Uh, <laughs> 
you know it's bad when when Chivas are in last place and there's still a team that hasn't played yet. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. So so Chivas is is, is uh, it turns out to be in, in dead dead last place. But oh, I, I'm gonna have to kind of agree with Hoyle. I think that this is a this is a this is an anomaly. I don't think that it's. Uh, I mean, you know, the better teams better teams lose in Torreon. Uh, Chivas is is. You know, if Chivas plays Santos and Torreon in November after maybe a you know different string, maybe they'd get a different result. But but in the middle of the summer in the first game, that 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 had that had nothing but an L written all over. And I think that you know for for some of the uh, Chiarmanos and, and and again for all of you, you know, let's let's let let's 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 come off the ledge just a little. I know that you guys are are ready to jump. Joel, last last year, Joel, if I'm not mistaken, you said that by by jornada dos it was time for for Chivas fans to go on loan. No, so, not, so, not last year. Yeah, last it was year. it was last year. It was the last one year. before that. Oh, okay. No, last year I last, said uh, last Liguilla, Liguilla is, is back on the menu, and and it was for like the. The yeah, no, but half... I'm talking about uh, the uh, the last apertura. You said you said. Uh, oh yeah, 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 it yeah, was, yeah. It was in the cards. That's right. So you 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 wrote off Chivas the before the, you wrote off Chivas Hood before the month of August even started, <laughs> and they end right. they end the tournament at Chris you know at Christmas time. Yeah. yeah. Was, so was... my my question then is, is, is to Jaime Jaime. It's a jornada dos. If, if Chivas do not win, is it time for Chivas fans, in your opinion, to go on loan and root for another team for the for the rest of the tournament? Uh, I'll never do that. Um, but it is tough to see my team lose three times in four days, you know, because they played on Saturday with Benfica, got ragdolled. Then they go to, you know, Torreon, get ragdolled. And then yesterday, was it yesterday or Tuesday? or I forgot what day it was. They played uh, Athletic Madrid. Right. And it's just like, I think they lost some penalties. So it's like, man, I'm just, I'm just tired of losing. But you know, you know well, when was the last time Chivas actually won a match? Like, that's a good trivia question. They beat Leon. Oh, they did they, beat Leon. They beat Leon. Oh, in, in the uh, last game of the season. That's right. That was that was yeah. what gave all the. Well, not really. So let's, <laughs> let's be honest. There's never there's never optimism for Chivas fans. It's there always, was little. It was very little optimism, yeah. but. This is where I think the FO messed up, and it was with the preseason and the scheduling games against, you know, teams that are not only stronger than Chivas, but like just overall better. It, it just was a bad, a really bad move. Yeah, so they you lost. Know, it, they it, lost. Let's let, let, let's run down the list. They they played Boca and lost. They played uh, River and were frankly embarrassed. And, and River, and we gotta say something about River because River has, um, El Muñeco Gallardo and he's arguably, I would say top five coaches in, in Latin America right now. Sure. Yeah, he's one of the best ones out there and he's been. So, so your list, you have, you have, uh, Muñeco, you have Chepo. <laughs> Who else is let's, on the list? Let's not get off track, but, okay, 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 but, okay. but Muñeco is right now, he's, He's on the road right now to to be one of the greats. Uh, two Libertadores already. He's he's won so much silverware for River Plate. Gun gun he's to your head, gun to your head, Joel. They they fire Tomas boy. It comes down to Gallardo or Chepo, and they call <laughs> and they call you and say, <laughs> no, Joel, who do you pick? I pick Chepo. Gallardo is going to Europe, man. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. But let, let's not as you were saying, as you were saying, as you were saying, as you were saying. No, it just if Chivas is a dumpster fire. The preseason was the FO just adding kerosene on top of it. Right. And it's like, 
this this they obviously went for the cash grab, but they they did more damage. Right? That's that's how you know that the FO, you know, they're not thinking straight. They're not planning. Well, well right. you know, they didn't have a preseason at all because, I mean, and like you said, I mean, they, they played five. I'm guessing all five of those games weren't in Guadalajara, right? They were in, no. in, in, in the U.S. Yeah, and that's the other thing that fans uh, should take into account, the whole travel league. It seems easy, but it, I mean, it could, Mexico it could be. Mexico traveled less in the Gold Cup. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it's uh, you, you, you bring up a lot of valid points, Joel, and uh, so, you know, and then uh, – you know, and on top of that, I mean, on Tuesday, like, like the players that played on Sunday played on, like, half of them played on Tuesday, right? Yeah, and, and yeah. you kind of have to, you know. Well, yeah, because otherwise you can, you'll get you get really... blasted, like, like DC United got blasted by uh, eight. by Olympique eight to one in the preseason. <laughs> you, that, that, in in well, your house, you, in your house. A, a lot of the Chivas Ramos were saying that they were expecting double digits against Atletico. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, See, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I know that I don't want to overuse this, but I mean, let's come on. Let's let's pump the brakes a little bit. They probably would have lost like maybe five or six. Come on, yeah, <laughs> double digits. <laughs> gotcha. But they were expecting, they were expecting Chivas, and uh, but they held on. So that's at least that's yeah. They lost in penalties, but. But at least there's, there was some some yeah, problem. And it wasn't there. like it was like one of the, the typical uh, you know July nights in Texas. It was like that. It was like in the low 80s, high 70s. So it was a very pleasant evening for uh, yeah for for, yeah, for a game. And, and this is like also like you 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 know you talked about going into Santos, uh, and and that that team has been one of the cocos for Chivas, man. Well, let me ask you this, Juan. If relegation was actually a thing, do you think that the, the preseason would have been the same? Uh, no. No, I don't think so. I do not think so. I think they would have done like a, a very serious like camp, probably would have uh, brought the players back from vacation earlier and just been working them somewhere. Um, but I, I just wanted to finish with this because it, it goes into the whole fumble that was preseason when you're looking at, at the schedule of Chivas and do you have Santos on the road and then defending champions Tigres how, how are you scheduling games like on top of each other and and you have that such a tough uh, schedule just going in it, it just shows that, that the front office is just hey, they're just uh, trying to get as much money as they can man well it, um, yeah. they're doing it because they need the money I mean, maybe they don't have the fifteen million it's going to cost or whatever it is to to uh, relegate. Nah, I mean, wasn't maybe, maybe, I think maybe it's their six. relegation piggy bank. They can it was six. That's what I was going to say, man. That's what I was going to say. But you know what, guys? The Liga MX wouldn't let Chivas go down. We heard already that they were going to suspend relegation. They're going to pull something out of their ass if <laughs> it ever came to that. And they wouldn't be no relegation. Well, they, they, are, they already have. I mean, uh, it's I'm, I'm t- it's only a matter of time before Liga Mekis expands to 2022 or 2014. Yeah. And just well, they could ends. just probably say that. Right. I mean, and the reality is, and and, and it's just it's just a very unfortunate situation for Mexico is that there are just not enough lower division clubs. There just aren't. Well, I mean, there's clubs they just don't have money. Right. And it's uh, you know it's uh, it's just an unfortunate. Development. 
you know, Mexico City has what, 25, 27 million people, whatever it is. And, you know, they should have like 15 clubs in Mexico City. There's three. How many, how many clubs are there in London? There's a shit ton. Oh right? yeah, exactly. You know, in you know, in the dozens, in the dozens. In Buenos Aires too. Yeah, in Buenos Buenos Aires, I've seen Buenos Aires. There's a picture of one stadium. I forget who plays there. And then right across the street is their oh, yeah. arch rival stadium. Yeah. <laughs> right across the pond. Yeah, it's like uh, Everton, they just announced a stadium that they're building, and people forget they're you know they're from Liverpool, you know so. Right. Uh, Goodson Park, I think, is like a stone's throw away from from Anfield. It's like less than a mile away from each other. Well, I mean, the three the three clubs in Mexico City are are, are within kilometers of each other. I mean, they they're all in the in the southern part of town. I mean, there's, you know, again, there's 15 million people that live that live north of the Ángel and nothing, nothing. Yeah, it makes no sense at all. <clears throat> you know, like, you would, yeah, look at London. You got Arsenal, Spurs. You have Chelsea. You have um, you have West Ham, you have Crystal Palace. I mean, just Crystal go down. Palace. Yeah, it's just uh, like Charlton Athletic, uh, Tottenham, Fulham, mm-hmm. Millwall, Queens Park. Millwall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just you know, just go down the list. A bunch, a bunch of. Uh... Well, Mexico isn't isn't as big of a soccer country as England is. Also, there's uh, other factors, social factors that. Have to come into play. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, if you look at the list of uh, and uh, Chiki Scapa joins us from. Uh, well, I don't know where you're joining us actually from Chiki. Says, yeah, as Chiki space. from Area 51. That's right. From <laughs> <close looking>. uh, <laughs> uh, but but if if you ever look at the at the list of of, of the clubs that started playing, uh, you know, the organized league when it first started. I mean, it was it was all the athletic clubs in, in Mexico. Reforma Club, the you know the España the Club España. Uh, all, all of the athletic clubs, and uh, I mean, so the the, the clubs were there. Just the, the, those clubs, just they just evolved into into different things. So it just you know for whatever reason that's what happened. But I mean, it wasn't that wasn't always the case. I mean, when I was a kid, uh, there was you know the the three that they have now, and then Atlante played in Mexico City. Atlético Español played in Mexico City. Uh, that was Atlético Español. Oh. Uh, yeah, they 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 got bought. They changed the name and then they went back. Just to, it, welcome well, to Mexico. You, you you know what I think? One of the reasons is that you know by the time Mexico started getting serious into football, it it like kind of leapfrogged over this whole amateur era, and it went straight into the professionalization of the game, and you already had. Uh, these like companies that were owning the clubs, as opposed to, like you said, being actual clubs with socios, right. you ended up you ended up all these teams where they were already owned by a company, and that that takes away from like if it's a neighborhood club, and the people from the neighborhood own stock in it, and and they're all like, that's like their team, and their family or neighbors are gonna end up playing there. Or being a part of that team in one form or the other, and and that's how they end up just having that loyal fan base and winning over that that area of the city they're on. Just just think, Joel, if you guys had that in in in, in your neighborhood in, in Los Angeles where the Americanista lived behind you, 
You guys, you guys, you guys would have rooted for the same team. There wouldn't have been such so much animosity between you guys. Yeah. <laughs> John, John's so impressed by this guy. I'm, I'm gonna say the story. John came to pick me up to my house. We were gonna go to the Coliseum for a Mexico Molero, and uh, and uh, he he had to go into the side street. And my neighbor, he had a big America flag and his steps going up, painted in blue. And in the sidewalk, he had the America logo with his house number. <laughs> John, you missed the truck. He has a truck that it's all like America out. Well, I would hope so. I would, I would hope, <laughs> I would hope that he would have, you know, the America sheets, America curtains, you know, yeah, the America shower curtain. I wouldn't, yeah. <laughs> and then you got the, the traditional, the Calvin and Hobbes sticker peeing on, on a Chivas logo. <laughs> Well, see, I don't, I see, but a, but a good Chivas fan wouldn't buy that because when you buy that, the proceeds go to Chivas. <laughs> they don't go to anybody else. So uh, you know, then you, 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 all you're doing is, is, is supporting is supporting Chivas when 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 you, when you buy something like that. Mm. No, but yeah. So it was you know, if, if you guys have this neighborhood this neighborhood club, then then you know you kind of have the neighborhood club now because it's LAFC. So now both of y'all can be LAFC fans oh, and, and 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 not want to. I mean, I'm. I'm LAFC is what what a what a mile from there, Hoyle? From my old living yeah. quarters? Yeah. Yes, about two miles. Two miles. Yeah. So that's that that's that that's that's the new neighborhood team? Well yeah, and they did a very good job of like reaching out. Uh, uh you know. So they they've they've already gotten way more fans than the galaxy. Oh yeah, no, I mean, they, uh... I mean, and there was this like about before the the previous uh, Trafico, which is what they call their Clasico. Um, they had this this bit of a um, man. I'm at a like I'm at a loss for words again. But but Galaxy front office had to cancel a bunch of tickets because uh, it seemed like a lot of LAFC fans had found some way to buy out tickets from like. From like youth teams, I guess that they gave them to the youth teams. They uh, they, no. What happened was, LAFC just bought tickets. You know, even in the non-LAFC supporters, <clears throat> they just went on Ticketmaster and bought tickets or whatever. Um, and unfortunately, like, well, the, the front office of Galaxy they canceled just like a bunch of tickets, and some of those tickets, like you said, belong to like youth teams. Like, so yeah, I don't know. They just didn't want to be outshone in their own. Yeah, they used and I, you know, when I used to cover uh, Chivas USA, and they had a legion like the actual, but they were Chiva, but they would go to the Chiva USA games, and they had that one section behind the goal where the little mound is, Mm. and dude, they would they would dominate when it came to like just making noise and everything. They would just completely. Is, is that kind of supporters group? Is that is that more of a (laughs) instead of? Hmm. Which, which one? The the one you were talking about, the the, the legion. Oh yeah, yeah. No, there was it's a lot of Mexicans. Um, you know, they were a bit of a rowdy group, man. They were like ultras because I remember they would always start fights and they try to do that thing that's you know very common in in Latin America, the whole stealing the trapo. <laughs> so they'll go run up on the other supporters and. And they'll steal scarves or whatever they have, and it's like a, like scalping, you know. Right. But it's like, dude, you're doing it here, man. Come on. 
Are you gonna, how is this anything to to be proud of? <laughs> Indeed. Did the people even notice that they did? Hey, my scarf's gone. What happened? Did it fall? <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so oh, yeah, uh, yeah, so, yeah. so so short term <clears throat> outlook, Hoyle for Chiva. Short term outlook, Hoyle. It's it's uh, man, it's so difficult <clears throat> when I look at the Chiva. I look at the Chiva crystal ball, man, and I. Well, we got Tigres, then we got Puebla, yeah. uh, then we have a Liga MX game with Atlético San Luis, then León. Yeah, I mean, first like five games, it's just like I don't know. Yeah, the Tigres game coming out of a defeat, and then another one. It's, well, it's in... let's let's not let's not underestimate how much Tomas Boy hates Tigres. Even even you know you know being far and away their their biggest symbol, and now and now he just doesn't want anything to do with him. I would so, pay okay. to go see uh, tu, uh, Tuca fight Tomas Boy. I want to see that. I would pay money. <laughs> and then. Uh, Either Tuca has to shave his mustache after, or Tomas Boy has to shave his head. I just want to see some shit like that go down. So, so okay, so so how many how many weeks then, Joel? Let me I guess I could re- let, me, let me let me rephrase the question if you want. How many weeks do you think it would it, it would it's gonna you you would need to, to see the improvement then? By you in know, other words, by what week are you like okay this 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 is just a lost cause? Well, the improvement would have to be right now to stop the floodgates. Because that yeah. you can't lose three zero, so even if he's not winning, he still needs to get some points. So, for example, in Matias' first full season with Chivas, he did not get a win until match week eight, and then he lost right after that against uh, America, and then uh, there was a whole trophies trophies breakout when they beat Monterrey. And then the team took off, and they ended up qualifying. So, and so, so they, who 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 was the the catalyst then, Joel, of, of that entire uh, of, of of that? So the, the so when the when Tigres, I'm sorry, when Chivas won the championship, who was the player then, Joel, that 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 lit that lit the fuse? Well, when it was, they had the um, Pulido, yeah, but. It, Pulido and and they had Gallito too and and they scored yeah, two goals. Pizarro, man. Pizarro. Yeah, Pizarro as well. Trophy uh, was in the bench, John. If, if you were expecting. Come on, Joel. Trophy to, to be even even <laughs> Brizuela, right? Right. Yeah, yes. they were both benched. So so all of those guys, all of those guys you just mentioned, all of except for so Pizarro is gone and Gallito, all of the other ones are still there. Correct. Everybody's gone. Everybody's yeah, gone. As if, you look, if you look at the championship team. Everybody's gone. Goalie's gone. Defense is gone. Um, Brizuela's the only one that's like still. No, Alanis, 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 is there. Alanis is back. Oh, now he's back. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Gaito was okay. influential on in that. So if 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 Chivas somehow manages to beat Tigres next week, how many how many Chiarmanos have you know will will have gone from 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 the screaming? To the mm-hmm. now, I I think they're gonna be very skeptical. Um, they do not like Thomas Boy at all. They 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 say he sucks. I I don't think he sucks. I'm not gonna say he's a top coach, but he's also not the worst. He's 
you know, he had his glory days with with Morelia, where he reached the final, and he played, I believe, two semifinals with them. And then he had a he rescued Atlas from relegation, uh, <clears throat> which which is kind of you know kind of impressive seeing how bad that team is. Um, so he's not that bad historically. Like, yeah, people make it, but but they forget like how the FO has made it more difficult for boys. Like they didn't exactly bring them good refuerzos. You know, my, my comparison of Chivas is Chivas is like a beautiful woman whose face is on fire, and and then the only thing that FO gave Thomas Boy to turn it off was a wet brick, and it's like it's it's ugly, man. It's getting ugly, but it's like. Whose who's fault is it, man? You know, I'd be, I'd be, the, the, I'd be the whole, to go. This is a team that the whole the first three games of the season last year. Sorry, I'll go ahead. No, I was just gonna say the whole the whole uh, beef that Chivas fans has with Tomas Boy is when, is when he went on Picante and said, uh, <laughs> "Oh yeah, they don't have a, they don't they have a loser mentality," and then that rut that rut and and that. Sound clip that you're playing, John, is the perfect description of what's going on. It's just a bunch of whining and hate. You're referring uh, to this because one? of that. They got <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'll yeah, exactly. And 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 I'll even say that that you guys haven't talked about uh, yet that those friendlies don't even matter. Like I don't even care if I was a Chivas fan. I, I don't even care if those if Chivas loses uh, or even tries to play those games, uh, competitively. They're just friendly. They're just a waste of time. They're just a money grab. And that's what they're for. And then and that's it. And that's it. Chivas. The, the main Don't game. Laugh. The main game was against Santos. And like you said, and like Thomas Boy said, it's just, uh, uh, what did he say it was? A blip. Uh, cat, uh, a blip. Yeah, that's all it was. And, uh, you know, they can do very well, you know, coming up p- potentially. Um, but I don't think Thomas Boy is, uh, you know, is the culprit. I actually like the guy. Hmm. Well, we'll see how that uh, plays out this week. Uh, uh, Chivas plays uh, Tigres, who are the defending champion Tigres, if I'm not mistaken. So we'll see how that uh, how that plays out for them. 